Well, one of the highlights of the golfing year is always uh, the US Masters, and each year we have a worthy winner. None more worthy than this year's winner, I don't think. Uh, John Rahm, who just played magnificent golf on a very long last day of the tournament. So to give us his idea from a professional's viewpoint as to the Masters and the performance by John Rahm, we have on the line, as always, Wayne Persky. Morning, Wayne. How are you? I feel like I've got a Masters hangover this yeah, morning. feel a bit it's down. Been very, very little sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a funny old tournament days. to try and watch, wasn't it, with all the rain and the sort of the long days and then the third round called off early? It, it was. And then, you know, I, I got stuck watching the end of the third round until about 2 o'clock in the morning and then set the alarm early to get up and, and watch the end of it. So... Yeah, very little sleep this week, but a uh, a worthy champion in in John Rahm, and uh, we had it all this week. You know, the 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 live versus PGA Tour thing was always in the background there, and um, you know Brooks Kepka with a with a big comeback um, looked the goods most of the time. But I think uh, at the end of the week, as always, the best player won, and John Rahm uh, put slipped on the green jacket. We were talking earlier that he hit eighty percent, eighty six percent of fairways which is unbelievable over a four day period considering how how much he winds up to give that ball some oomph down there to hit that many fairways is just unbelievable it's freakishly good um when you see the way the fairways at augusta shape too so you know he, he likes to move the ball left to right that's his stock shot but um all week he was able to hit those right to left shots as well that uh are cer- certainly very important on the on the back nine um the one that was really evident to me was the the 15th in the last round. He just smoked a drive right to left around the corner about 50 yards past Brooks Kepka and uh, and sealed the deal with a with a birdie there. So um, yeah, even even Brooks said at the end, you know, it's 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 a long week and uh, he was outplayed. And um, you know, the first European guy to win a U.S. Open and a Masters. So that's uh, quite a quite a feat. Uh, you just made mention of that. He didn't know that, that stat, and I don't think too many did, but one of the guys at the press conference, one of the journos obviously did. And uh, we'll play a grab now. This, this is John Rahm being told about that statistic yesterday. John, everybody in this room knows, but on Tuesday you shared your appetite for the history of this game and, and talked about how you like to peel back layers on what other players have done. Uh, in addition to the Spanish accomplishment, you're the first European player ever to win a Masters in a U.S. Open. So can you give huh? us a sense, Masters in a U.S. Open, no other European player has has, has done that. So oh. can you just share, finding that out, just some perspective on that accomplishment? I find it hard to believe that I'm the first one. You know, there's if there's anything better than, than accomplishing something like this, is making history. So the fact that you tell me that, to be the first ever to do, first European ever to do that, oh, hard to explain. <laughs> Out of all the accomplishments and the many great players that have come before me, to be the first to do something like that, it's it's a very humbling feeling. Thank you, by the way, because I don't know how I would have found out. I still can't believe I'm the first. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It, it is it is a pretty good duo of of majors. The you know U.S. Open is about as hard a test that you're ever going to find. Well, there you have uh, Wayne listening to that. It just it just shows what a good bloke that he actually is, John Rahm. Doesn't he speak? really well and you can tell that you know it means a lot to him you know it happened on Seve's Ballesteros's birthday and um, 
you know, he respects the path that was led before him. It just also shows how hard it is from people outside of America to go over there and compete against Americans in their backyard. It's um, it's always been hard for us Aussies, um, particularly hard for us Aussies being so far away. But, um, you know, some of these guys, the, the journey that they've had to take to get themselves in a position to... to even play in a, a major, let alone win it, is um, is really, really difficult. And uh, you have to be super good and you have to be super dedicated and and there's no free rides. You know, you've got to play your way there and then you've got to beat those guys in their backyard. So it's um, it's very, very impressive to be the first guy to, to do that with some of the guys that have come before him. Yeah, I was just scribbling a few names down. Obviously, Nick Faldo, Seve, Rory McElroy, Bernard Langer. Um, I think Faldo might have gone close... Uh, a couple of times, particularly when Curtis Strange won two in a row. I reckon Faldo was, uh, if not in a playoff, very close. But it's an uh, incredible achievement by a European. But uh, not only that, uh, Spanish golf. I mean, we're still sort of uh, celebrating Adam Scott being the only Australian to win it ten years ago. They've had four winners. They're a real force. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, and, and you know, those guys look to the trailblazers like Seve Ballesteros as, you know, inspiration. So, you know, they get quite emotional yeah, they um, do still. around that sort of stuff. And and we'll probably feel the same. You know, if we if Greg Norman had got over the line a couple of times when he had really good chances, you know, Greg's legacy would probably be slightly different too. But um, you know, a lot of our guys still look at at Greg as a trailblazer, and then we've got Adam and and Jason Day and those guys. So you know, you look at Cam Smith. He 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 appreciates um, Adam giving him a hand when he got over to America, and and it was the same for Adam with with Greg. So you know, that's the way it has to go for us guys. The Americans tend to have their own support teams, but when you get outside those borders, um, you got to rely on your your fellow countrymen. So the Spaniards have done a great job with that. It's funny because we always talk about the Masters dinner and it was pointed out that Sergio and Jose Maria Olafable always sit together. They seem to, to gravitate toward one another. Obviously, being Spanish, you're going to think John Rahm will be doing the same with them now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, and he'll probably be mentoring some of the younger Spanish players that, um, that, are, that are heading over towards America, you know, putting them under the, his umbrella and... Probably giving them a place to stay every now and then, and and feeding them up. But um, yeah, it'll be probably paella on the on the <laughs> Masters dinner next year, and I'm sure the uh, the rest of the champions will enjoy that. Uh, when you mentioned the Australians there going through and uh, their part in the game, um, their Masters. How did you uh, rate them individually? Yeah, so obviously it's a really difficult week with all of the rain delays and and wind. There was a couple of our guys really got the the bad end of the stick with um with the draw especially you know cam he 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 got the worst of it um jason got crook on the last day um not that he probably you know put himself in a position to win on the last day but adam just said you know it, it he was just a little sloppy and didn't give himself as many opportunities so you know the, the masters is one of those things you really have to be a hundred percent on top of your game and if you're slightly off um you know, it's going to show, but, you know, Minwoo Lee um, was slightly disappointing. Um, you know, we, we call we may as well call Ryan Fox uh, an Australasian. He um, he had a really good run yeah. at it um, for a long time. Um, and you'd have to say he'd be pretty happy with, with his showing um, for his first Masters. So, um, yeah, look, disappointing that we didn't have an Aussie in the, in the, in the top ten or so. 
but um, all in all, pretty good week. Tell you what, I think Cameron Smith played one of the shots of the tournament, though, taking a three-wood or a, a fairway wood from a bunker with the ball below his feet. He was about 200 yards out from the hole and he landed it on the green. It was absolutely sensational. Yeah, and then dropped the putt for an eagle and, um, yeah, he had a, a, a bit of a smile after that one. But I can't help but think that Cam was slightly underdone. He's just on the back end of some seriously good form and, and that's what happens you know guys tend to play really well for a little while and they, they they take a little bit of a break and and they're not quite as competitive um and he it was a little bit of kick in the pants and he could see that um you know probably needs to do a little bit of work before they the boys come to adelaide he wants to obviously wants a good showing at the uh the live event in his home home town well at his home country, so uh, they'll be putting their focus towards um, Adelaide now. Well, there's a rumour going round that he will be stopping in in Brisbane before he goes to Adelaide and he'll be on the Gold Coast this weekend, maybe to catch a Broncos-Gold Coast Titans game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it certainly wouldn't surprise me if we saw him there with a Forex gold in his hand. Um, you know, he definitely misses some of the... the the country comforts of of being home so i think that's was probably one of the big things about um cam playing on the live tour was the fact that he could spend a little bit more time at home and do some normal stuff like catching up with the uh the broncos boys and hopefully watching them win and wayne uh, the news uh, sort of uh, not actually on the win uh, out of the week was obviously the tree coming down which is uh, something of a first but also the slow play i think they said five hours for the last round you don't often see it at the masters and if you saw the look on the face of ram and brooks kept away on the 16th they look thunderous didn't they uh, are we pointing the figure at patrick cantley or is it just uh, one of those things that happened oh look i he's the obvious one that we we could see on the tv but i don't think he's the only one you know it's in groups of two playing in five hours when you're only having you know 69 shots is not good enough mm. um you know every year we say this that they have to start penalizing people the only person that's ever been penalized at a masters was a 16 year old chinese kid amateur um <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it's Easy about time that, that they um you know they actually made a call and said okay guys you've got a certain amount of time let's let's do it because it's not good it's not good for the game you know watching guys standing around in groups of two very very disappointing and then you know 10 minutes to take three putts on the 16th green was the most obvious one it's just guys come on you've got to be better than that they do uh, the tradition so well and young sam bennett one of the amateurs there the only one to make the cut just one shot out of finishing in the top 15. He was absolutely sensational, Wayne. Looks as though he's got a great career ahead of him. He was probably the highlight of the week for me, you know, like watching the way that he hung in there. It's really hard to do that with all of that hype for the whole week, you know, like it's it's a whole week for him. That's actually probably months leading up to it. And then, you know, the big hype about playing at Augusta and then, you know, being right there and playing with Scotty Scheffler and... and Absolutely giving it to him. Um, he did really well. I was so, so disappointed that he didn't get a, you know, a top 15 that invites him back next year. But I'm sure his future is pretty much assured now. US amateur champion. Got so much TV. Everyone loved the way that he plays. So, yeah, he'll be right. But um, really, really impressive. Good on you, Wayne. Always a pleasure. We'll chat next week, mate, ahead of uh, the Live Tour coming to Australia. Can't wait, boys. Have a great week.